Hello, hello, hello. Good morning. If it's morning, it's technically 11:12 p.m. I'm in the middle of nowhere in New York. Actually, I'm in Geneseo, if anyone knows where that's at. Welcome to Walk with Wade. Technically, today it's Drive with Wade. I'm in a rental car. I went to Pennsylvania today. Uh, saw old relatives and even met uh, an old friend who I'd never met in real life. We'll talk more about all that. And today's topic is going to be about literally the easiest way to think about investing and feeling very confident about whatever trade you make. And where I'm just going to, and this this isn't a get rich quick thing. I'm just like, it's a very fundamental way to think about investing that has helped me. And uh, it came up in conversation today. So let's get right to it. If you haven't met me before, my name is Wade Sellers. I do a daily podcast journal. Today we're in a car in the middle of the night driving to Niagara Falls. I did a road trip to Pennsylvania. Now I'm headed to Niagara Falls. I'm going to sleep in the car. I'm going to sleep in a hotel. I don't know. And then tomorrow morning, I'm going to see if I can't go under that waterfall in the Maid of the Mist boat. I have not Googled any of this. I have no idea if it's open, but I'm going for it anyways. If anything, I'll see a pretty waterfall and then go home. That's where we're at right now in the middle of nowhere, New York. And I figured, why not record a podcast? This is fun. Okay. So how did this whole investing topic come up? Well, funny you should ask. Um, This morning, I went to Pennsylvania and an old friend, like four years old friend uh, who really grew up in the same area of Pennsylvania as I, she even like cheerleaded at a moment with my sister, like way back in the day, like, you know, when we were like teenagers and such, uh, Tiffany, she, uh, she was in the area. We chit chatted like forever, like small DM type conversations, uh, for years. And so I was coming to town and I was like, I want to meet you. Let's, let's hang out. So we got breakfast this morning and over breakfast, we had wonderful conversations and probably today, maybe even tomorrow and the next day might be things that came up in that conversation that are worth elaborating on in a podcast, like today's topic that has to deal with investing. All right, so a little backstory. Um, We were talking about investing and what do you do when you got a little bit of savings there and you want to do something with it, right? And uh, how how do you decide? You know, if you're going to do something like the stock market, for instance, which is what we're going to mess around with today, but this whole idea kind of goes in line with anything, but the stock market is such an easy, relatable way to understand what I'm about to say. Uh, and so I gave a few examples and I'm going to give a, f- a couple examples in the podcast too. So, okay. You got a couple bucks to save. You're, you kind of know, you kind of know what the stock market is. You kind of know how you could do it. You heard about Robin hood. You, you know, you could put some money in there and you could put it in the stocks and maybe you can make money. And that's as far as you know, let's say that's as far as you know, totally fine. Great way to start. Honestly, that's, I think that's where we all start or we go a little bit back further and go, I've heard of the stock market. Now, what is it, right? That would be like the next spot. Um, Okay, this is how it works. Everyone starts to ask a lot of questions that I feel, in my opinion, are not the most important questions to ask. Things like, well, what stocks should I pick? How do you pick stocks? Um, You know, when do I sell? Uh, You know, stuff like that. Like, these are are great questions. there's, There's nothing wrong with finding answers to those questions. But when you don't know yet what to buy, I don't think the answer is what stock should I buy? And this is kind of, this is how it works for me, okay? This, this is how it's worked when I've made almost all of the big wins in my stock market stuff. And I'm not saying I'm any guru, all right? I totally lose as well. But when I win, I can think about why did I make the choices I made when I won? And they always follow the same pattern. It's a very easy pattern to remember and to feel confident in what you're doing, okay? Here's the pattern. 
when you want to figure out something to put your money into, before you worry about companies or prices or the market or news or anything like that, just think about something in the world that you believe in. Try to find out, try to figure out something. And you can you can use like industries or topics or new news, um, things like that to kind of use as like step-offs to start building inferences. Let me give you an example. I won big in cannabis, okay? Uh, legal, like the legalization of marijuana, right? I won big in that. And it wasn't like a secret. I... I, it all started with this. It started with the conclusion, the belief, okay? This was the belief. I believe that legalization of cannabis has went so far that the wave is simply too big and it cannot be stopped. I believe that no matter what happens, it's not so important how fast it happens. I believe it is absolutely inevitable that we have a national legalization of cannabis in the future. That's all you need to know, okay? And we talking global? Sure. I, do I know it's global? I don't know if I believe if it's going to be global just because there's a lot of, you know, a lot of countries with a lot of weird laws and rules, right? But in the U.S., the largest market in the world, uh, or at least one of the top ones, I don't know if it's the largest, but one of the top ones, I believe that you are not going to stop cannabis legalization. It's just a matter of time until it's federally legalized and sold all over the place and transported across state lines and imported from other countries, yada, yada, yada. I believe that to be true. Okay. If I believe in that, and I do, then what I need to do now, now the next question would be like, okay, well, let's look at all the cannabis companies and go, yeah, okay, that's where, that's the next place to start. But then you go, well, which ones do I pick? How do I know which ones are safe? Okay. That's probably the smart question is, how do I know which cannabis stocks are safe? All right. Because we don't need to be super risky. If we're going to, especially if we're going to play a long-term bet, like I'm not saying cannabis is going to be legalized in a week. I'm saying over the next five, 10 or 15 years, it is inevitable, which means the value of cannabis is going to go up because it's going to be more accessible. It's going to be marketed harder and we are creatures of marketing and we will buy it, right? That's just, that is how it'll work. So the more will be bought, more will be grown. There's more value to be had, okay? In the next 5, 10, 15 years. So I can think about putting my money in for the next 5, 10, 15 years and feeling confident that there's a payout, okay? That there's a profit. So now what do you pick? Well, I believe you pick the one that can survive the longest, okay? You'll never pick the right company what is the right company? You, you, could, you could argue that in so many ways. Is the right company the one that will have the most growth, growth in the next 15 years? Maybe. That could be the right company. Is the right company the one that has the best profit margin or the one that's set up to be bought out by a bigger person the fastest? Or the one that has enough backing already that even if it takes 20 or 25 years, will still survive that long? Maybe. Maybe that's the right company. You know what I mean? It's all subjective. The, the word right is just so opinionated. There, there's no answer to that. You can't really quantify that until you define it better. So what I do is I pick the biggest one. When I think about safe, I think about won't go bankrupt. If you are playing a stock to go long, okay, the you can you you can go up as far as possible, right? You can have a stock go from five dollars to five thousand dollars, right? No problem. 
it can never go to negative $5,000. The only way it can go, the only way you can te technically lose all of your money is if the stock goes to zero. And the only way stocks go to zero is if they go bankrupt. And the stock does not go bankrupt. A stock is just a little piece of a company. The company goes bankrupt. So in my opinion, if I have a belief in an industry that I feel like is, is just a sure bet, like cannabis, I feel like is a sure bet, that's what I feel. That's my opinion. I'm allowed to believe that. That's what I believe, and I and I bet on it. Then I pick a company that I believe will make it long enough. Okay, and so I pick the companies like Tilray, like Cronus. They have huge backings. They're the biggest ones in in the in the industry. They they've been they've either merged with someone or someone's bought majority shares. Um, they got like alcohol brands that are supporting them, which are like multi-billion, you know, super billion dollar companies. Like they ain't going out of, they're not going out of a uh, business that there's a lot of booze being sold. Right. And I think about them. And so when I place my bet in cannabis, I don't need to know if I'm early or late or right or wrong. As long as my belief is in this one direction, then it doesn't really matter when I put my money in. I just assume that there is more value later than there is now. So I don't need to pick a bottom or pick a top. It's all short-term stuff. I'm thinking long-term. So put it in, <coughs> excuse me, put them in and put them in a company I think will still be a company in 15 years within the time span that I feel that cannabis will be federally legalized all the way through by then, right? So that's how you kind of think of this, okay? That's how you think of this. And then if, are you in or are you out? You know, when do you sell? When do you buy? Then this is where it gets into a little bit more gray area. And this is where I don't always stick to my plan, but I will say that the solid way to think about it is you sell when the catalyst happens that you believed in, or you get out when you don't believe that it's going to happen anymore. Like, the, the whole bet was based on a belief. If you remove the belief, then you're done with the bet. You, you lost. And that's how I feel like it. So if all of a sudden next month, cannabis stocks just drop half, half in price because of something crazy, then I just have to go back to my original question. Do I believe cannabis is still going to be federally legalized in the future? If my answer is yes, then I don't sell yet. That's, that's the answer. You also don't play with money that you need to pull out like to pay rent and stuff because that's not how you play. Don't play with scared money. Scared money don't make money, all right? So this is how it is. Find a belief that you can get behind. You personally, okay? Don't listen to me. Don't listen to someone on the television. Don't listen to someone on some YouTube video, okay? You can get ideas with them. Sure, that's okay. Let, them, let their ideas inspire you to do some research. But in the end of the day, you come down to something you personally believe in because you are making a bet with your personally hard-earned money, all right? So find a belief and do it, all right? Another example that I want to use is cryptocurrency. I made a lot of money off of Dogecoin and Bitcoin, and really, when I went into that one, it felt very gambly as well, right? And I made money. And basically what happened with that was that it went further up than uh, I ever thought it would, and then my belief started to fail that it was going to be anytime soon that what I thought would happen would actually happen. So at that point, my belief broke down. I took my money and I ran, right? And I felt confident about that bet the entire way. <coughs> Excuse me. So with this one, let's, let's break it down. The belief. 
I believe that cryptocurrency is here to stay. It does not look like it's going away. The values only continue to go up. Yes, they, they drop and they dump and they go up and down and yada yada. But like generally speaking, I mean, Bitcoin's like 30 some thousand and it's pretty darn stable around that point. Um, Dogecoin all over the place, but it ain't anywhere close to a nickel. You know, it ain't anywhere close to a penny. You know, it, it ran all the way up to 70. Now it's somewhere in like a 25 cent range. And you might go, well, it's failing. It's failing. Dude, people still buying it. It's still that high because people are buying it. All right. It's still pretty impressive. It's still five times higher than it was after Elon's first tweet. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's still 25 times higher than it was when it was a penny. You know, like so it ain't it ain't over yet. So in my opinion, cryptocurrency is here to stay. It doesn't go away. Heck, companies are grabbing it. El Salvador and other, like it, it ain't stopping, all right? So with that being said, okay, cryptocurrencies aren't going away. That's my belief. All right, now I feel confident. What do I do? You start buying cryptocurrencies. And which ones do you buy? You go back to the same thing. Which ones are the safest, okay? So with this one, you would probably think, which ones are the biggest, all right? And in my opinion, I started to skew that logic with not just which ones are the biggest, I started to skew that ones with which ones are the loudest. Because this whole thing is a very volatile market that is based on tweets and people with large following saying stuff and a one news story from a halfway reputable source is enough to spike it or enough to dump it. It's all based on noise, okay? So if I believe that cryptocurrency is here to stay, I want to back the team with the loudest fans, all right? And that's how I went with it. Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Dogecoin. I'm sorry, all the other ones, you're loud-ish, but you ain't as loud as those stadiums. Those stadiums are so freaking loud, and the values show it, and the volatility shows it, and the volume shows it, right? So I dive into those, all right? So I buy Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Dogecoin. And then it got mega, 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 mega loud with Dogecoin. And I was in at the right moment. I, when I got into that, I was like, I don't know if it's going to go to a dollar or anything, but it sure is loud and I believe in crypto. So I'm going in. Then it went like crazy high. And basically when it did that, my thought, um, sorry, basically what I thought there is, well, I don't know if it goes to a dollar, but it sure looks like it could right now. And it started going crazy up, crazy up. And then there was a catalyst moment where Elon Musk was going to be on Saturday Night Live. And I know from experience, and this is like, so this gets into a little bit of an advanced level uh, tip that maybe you want to remember. You bet the rumor, you sell the news. All right. That is one thing. We got hyped up about an appearance of Elon Musk. Like, again, does not affect Dogecoin except for noise. Okay. It's noise. We get the news that he's going to be on Saturday Night Live, which is like so super watched. And I was like, oh, my God, it'll be watched as much as the Super Bowl. Then we get like knowledge that like it's going to be streamed online and it's free. I was like, oh, my God, the whole world can watch it now. OK, that's going to be even louder. All that stuff. And this is all rumors. Is he, is he going to say more? Is he going to say more? As in, is he going to make more noise? Is he going to make more noise? Obviously, he's going to make more noise. The anticipation that there's going to be more noise is there. And people are stoked and they are buying that rumor and they are ripping that price up like crazy. And then the news. Then guess what? He does it. He makes his jokes. We get our payoff, right? There is the the payoff of all the rumor. And then what? Nothing. We there's 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 no. It's still noise. It's news. It's rumors and speculation. But then once the news is out, 
you 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 don't get any more hype until you get new rumors that lead up to new news, right? So you get a dry spell. So as soon as the noise hits and everyone goes, ah, it happened, it happened. The moment it happens, like, okay, so that's it. So we need more now. We need more. Like we're like fiends. We need another hit. But the hit doesn't come right away. So it starts to drop. You bet the rumor, you sell the news. That's what I did with that one as well. So I believed in crypto. I bought into the loudest ones. I heard a rumor and I sold at the news. I sold during the Saturday Night Live show. I took a $50,000 profit. How did I know how to do all that? I didn't. I had a belief. I took a gamble. I got caught in a really unique moment of rumor and hype. And I leveraged it by just knowing to sell it after the hype is done. And the hype is done at the news. You bet the rumor, you sell the news. And that's how I did it. All right, we're 16 minutes in. That is what this conversation led to with Tiffany at breakfast. I thought it was wonderful. And if you take anything from this, that is that is really it. If you don't know anything about investing, you follow that plan right there. I am not telling you what stock to buy. I'm just telling you a way to think about things. Think about what is something you believe in. In your heart, this cannot fail. It shows it. It's proven it for a long time. It doesn't seem to go away. This thing is going to continue to get bigger. I believe it. As soon as you have that, go find companies and then figure out which ones can make it long enough for your belief to take hold. Put money into those ones. Wait as long as it takes. Sell if the catalyst happens. Uh, or uh, Sell with a profit if the catalyst happens, right? Rumor, news. And uh, sell for a loss when you no longer believe it, no longer have that belief anymore. When your belief goes away, when when something happened in the world, and you're like, ah, well, I didn't see that coming, so I, I'm wrong. I don't believe it anymore. Sell for your loss because your your whole betting strategy was based on a belief. This time you lost, all right, and you accept that loss, and you're not a failure. That's how you got. This is a gamble. All right, I'm leaving you at that. 17:54. That'll do it. I hope you had an enjoyable episode here. I will see you tomorrow for another walk with Wade, which might be a drive with Wade because I might stop this and hit record immediately. All right, see you tomorrow. Bye.